Dobar dan, prijatelji. Did you know that there is a way to support the Let's Learn Creation podcast and YouTube channel and get extra content? Tony D, how can they find it and gain access? It's super easy. There's a couple of ways. If they go to our website, www.letslearncreation.com, they will see a Buy the LLC a Coffee button at the bottom of each page. They can also find it in our link tree from the LLC Pod Instagram page, and it's also linked in the show notes of each of our YouTube video lessons. Once they get there, they can choose to buy us as many coffees as they want, or they can opt in to becoming an LLC member. Odlično, Tony D. Absolutely. For $5 a month, you can become a Kikiriki member. As a member, you'll receive a shout-out on the pod thanking you for all to hear. And in the mail, we'll send you a handwritten letter from yours truly thanking you supporting all things LLC, an official LLC member magnet, an LLC sticker, and automatic entry into each LLC raffle that we do for as long as you remember. And for $10 a month, you can become a Smokefa member and get everything I just mentioned and so much more. DJ Mo, what kind of content do we have available? Lots! With the Smokefa membership, you unlock a quiz for almost every lesson we've made. We have over 90 lessons from our podcast, and our goal is to have a quiz for every one of them. There's also all the songs and lyrics, so you too can sing along with us and learn the Hrvatsky language in a whole new way. We also have the audio from our dialogues and their written parts, so you can follow along with a few of our native-speaking friends of the pod, as well as the full Priche with Pepo audio and transcripts. And lastly, our version of a Croatian phrase, Pocket Guide, to help jumpstart your language journey and have you start communicating sooner. Puno hvala for taking time to listen to our podcast and watching our YouTube videos. We try to share as much Croatian language, culture, and travel content as we can. We hope you find our non-scholastic, conversational and Croatian language approach helpful and are able to support our efforts. Pono hvala i čuvaj se! Okos, pokos, prne, kokos, pita maja, koliko debi, tueba jaja. Good job, dude. Listening to the Let's Learn Croatian podcast with Uncle Mike. Hey, I'm gonna go first. Okay, Tony. Uh oh. Off the cuff here. If you could have a superpower, what would it be? Just one superpower? Come on, man. Look at this. One. I, I, okay. If you had, <laughs> if you could have 17 superpowers, no, one superpower. Pick one. I mean, one. like Superman has multiple superpowers. That's Superman. You're Tony. You're, t- you're not. You're not super Tony. You're Tony. Like, like reading, reading, speaking Croatian is technically a superpower. I, I get what I guess. Speaking like being able to speak is a superpower. Just very common. A common superpower. <laughs> yeah. okay. Doesn't sound very super. Okay. I mean, it it would probably have to be like, I don't know, like Wolverine, just like regeneration. Okay, so if you get yeah. scratched, you, you you heal very very yeah. fast. Yeah, like, regeneration would probably be good, so that. I, I mean, it'd be kind of tough because it's like almost immortal, so you would, you but would, it's not. I don't know. It's, yeah, it kind of does sound. I mean, you age slowly. Yeah, I guess so. That'd so you would take good. it over being able to fly? Yeah, because there's a lot of planes and a lot of like... Read people's minds? Pollution. Reading people's minds gets really messy. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I want, <laughs> want to do that. Yeah. From experience? From experience, I don't want to be that. Got it. 
I mean, maybe Shapeshifter, like Morph from X-Men. Oh, geez. That's That'd be pretty fun. cool. Because then, like, you can just shapeshift. Uh, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. I'll, I'll go with the... the uh, regeneration. Regeneration. A good healer. Yeah. That's... Honestly, that answer is, like, the one where, like, if someone gave you a million dollars, what would you do? You're like, I would invest. <laughs> and <laughs> That's the answer you gave us. We had... I would give my cousin $50,000 to invest. <laughs> if you had one wish, i wish for more wishes. I mean, exactly. come on. <laughs> Fine. First. <laughs> uh, DJ Mo, my question for you: What was the first thing you learned to cook? Ooh, the first thing I learned to cook. Um, I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> it. I was living in Boston at the time, oh. and I was trying to um, impress my then girlfriend, now wife. Oh, it must have uh, worked. It was a Valentine's Day thing, actually. Oh. And uh, out there, um, the, the rule of thumb for Mexican food is: the further away you get from the border, the worse the food tastes. And so living in that's Boston true. at the that's time, true. living in Boston at the time, that's about as far as you can get, or I, I could get at the time. And it was really hard to find good Mexican food, even though people try to make suggestions, which were questionable. Um, so I decided to make my own. And so I called home, spoke to my mom on the phone, tried, tried to source all the ingredients, and I was making Spanish rice. Oh, all right. Yeah. And it didn't come out great. Oh. I, I got it down now. Okay. I nail it now. So we're like, what's some ingredients you couldn't get there that you get um, Well, the, 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 the issue was my cooking ability at the time. Mm, yes. I wasn't used to it, um, didn't have a lot of experience with it, and I was just trying to, you know, scratch an itch for some sort of food that we were, we've all been missing, and it just wasn't it. It just missed the boat. Mm. That was my issue first, with it. First try. Huh? Mm, first try. What, I, what I've learned over time is cooking is easier when you get better at chopping. When you get better, like getting proportions down, like you're just not losing as much time with prep, and then you can kind of like give more time to taste. I think this. it starts further back than that, to be honest. Yeah. I think cooking a good cook is someone that has uh, the ability to read a recipe before you start and know what you're getting yourself into. Because like, like reading the directions, directions. Oh, yeah. Start the there. Direction. Start there. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've had conversations with people that are like. I, I told you guys I like barbecuing, so I have a lot of friends that reach out to me for barbecue uh, <laughs> tips and whatnot, and they tell me what they did wrong last time and everything like that, and I, I can hear it in the conversation. Yeah, they didn't read the directions all the way or, read, or skimmed them or thought they knew what they were doing because they didn't read the directions all the way through. If you read them all the way through, if someone wrote the recipe as, as well as they could, then a lot of it's in there, you know, um, and you just got to, like, pay attention to what you're doing and be prepared. You know, when it comes up, you, you know what's going to happen. It's like, yeah, hey, I built this parachute and I have all these parts left over. Isn't this cool? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's the Ikea rule. You know, like, yeah. why do I have so many bolts left yeah. over? And you find out that at the end of the, the list of things of what to do, it's like the thing you read first was supposed to be last. Exactly. Yep. Like, exactly. Why did this thing explode? I don't know. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. They yeah. just go, oh, that, look at the picture. I want to do that. And then they start. And then they didn't know that they needed like six different pans. They're like, oh, I only have two. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a tough thing, too, is like getting timing down. Because mm-hmm. like certain things cook faster than others. That's yeah. my favorite and thing. Totally. That, that is, that, Tony, you nailed, it. you nailed it. That's my favorite thing to get right. Like, yeah, when it all comes together at the at end. At the same time. Same time. You're like, so I you can serve this. everything at the same temperature. Everything's warm. Yes. I used to drive me time. crazy growing up. Like, family micro- couldn't get microwave. that down. That, that's when I know I did it right. I, I got it all landing at the same time. Everyone's eating at the same time. So when's this um, barbecue and brewery place opening up? Oh, no. yeah, no. <laughs> I'll tell you guys when it happens. Uh, I, I'll need some investors, though. <laughs> I'm in. Well, thanks for, my, thanks for asking my question, guys. Appreciate all right. It. Yeah. Uh, Tony, you want you have you want to answer? Ask some questions. Yeah, I got a couple. Actually, I have one for each of you, and then I have one for both of you to answer. Oh, so I'll start with you, Uncle Mike. Okay. 
Uh, Uncle Mike, when was the last time you busted out that good old accordion? And can <laughs> oh, two part. And can we hear it on the show sometime? Oh wow! You know what? The accordion I have is actually a relic of a cousin of, of the family who was the guy that could bust it out the accordion, right? So he ended up passing away not too long ago. I got to keep the accordion. And I have it. I haven't played it probably in a couple of years just because it's so heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. bought a book learning, trying to learn how to do sheet music and learning how to do the left hand, right hand combination. I might have played it. I might have brought it to a good friend of ours, uh, Mr. P, who is JP's mm-hmm. brother. Well, look at this. Hey, the combination's happening. I brought it there once and, you know, did some music playing for some fun recording things we did. But I, it's, it's sitting in my room. I see all the time, but it's just like a it's a heavy piece. And I've got issues with picking up heavy objects, so I kind of <laughs> stay away. And th- does it have a name? No. No? Uh-huh. No, I, I don't name my uh, objects. Well, <laughs> fair, <laughs> no, fair enough, never, fair enough. Never did. That makes, that makes one of us. What a wonderful sound. Like, what a like wonderful like segue between like Mexican culture and Croatian culture, too. You know, yeah, what that's, a, like, that's kind of the cool thing, hearing, hearing those fun sounds back and forth here and there. Yeah, that's right, because mm-hmm. it's in a lot of... Of Mexican, oh, music. Mexican music is all over the place. That's yeah. why Mexican music is, in my opinion, very wonderful. Oh, yeah. You know, it's the uh, it's the it's the mariachi of, of Croatian music. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, and DJ Mo, uh, sillier question: How often? A oh, two-parter. How often <laughs> do you bonk your head on things because you're so tall? Mm-hmm. And when was the last time you bonked it? Oh. Um... It was on a plane. Um, and I, I remember pretty well, too, because it hurt so bad. <laughs> so bad. Um, and it was getting into the plane. And, and, I, and I did one of those, like, holy crap, did anyone see that? Because it, it, it was probably loud. But the thing is, it was, I had, so you guys get on a plane, you know, um, this particular plane. Well, as soon as you got on, the seat was immediately to your right. You know, that's where the seats were. And my seat was that first seat. So, like, not only did I, like, Bonk my head as hard as I could. I walked past my seat, had to go back while, like, <laughs> while making everybody move for me in this long trail of people uh. trying to get on. So this is well b- before COVID. And I was probably traveling for something for work, but I hit my head so hard. It hurt so bad. I remember sitting in my, my chair, like in the tightest possible spot next to the window, <laughs> rubbing my head furiously trying to make any kind of bump that would go come and go away because I had a meeting the next day. <laughs> but that was the last time. Oh, yeah. excellent! I mm-hmm. guess I guess I'm okay with not being tall. <laughs> yeah, one of the benefits mm-hmm. of not being over six foot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, I think I'm. In be- uh, you're, you're the tallest, DJ Mo, and then Mike. So I'm the shortest here. Yep. Yeah. Very there cool. You go. And, you wear, and you wear glasses. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you see that your puppet does. I mean, that's up. true to form. Whatever. Yeah. There you go. Those are actually a pair of my glasses. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Uh, so thank you for that uh, for both of you guys um, and I guess it pertains to me too because uh, I like ans- asking myself questions but uh, no for both of you guys um, what was the moment you both knew that music meant so much to you both like what, what was the moment growing up that like it, you knew it was going to be part of your lives for however long it's been hmm. so this is actually one of the questions or types of topics that we talk about before we start recording the podcast yeah (laughs) and we literally talk about this for like probably like 30 40 minutes before we start talking about croatian stuff warm-up exercises so yeah this is is, uh, we we all love music and um this is like definitely a passion for us and we all kind of did that 
Um, for me specifically, Tony, to answer your question, it was hearing um, my dad's records as mm-hmm. a kid. He would play them. He, 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 my dad's from Mexico, you know, so he brought a bunch of music with him uh, and brought it into our lives. But he also loves rock and roll. So we had Led Zeppelin. We also had um, uh, all types of um, Spanish music, specifically Los Panchos was a big one in our house. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that kind of music was played all every weekend morning to wake us up and get us out of bed and outside <laughs> to do something. Um, so oh, cool. for me, that's what, like when I wake up every Saturday morning, I want to play music, um, but my kids want to watch something on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of when I knew music was a big part of me when I, when I knew that's what I wanted to hear, even though I was a kid and I didn't want to wake up on Saturday mornings. That was when I, I knew. That's cool. Yeah. Cause then it led to you wanting to per- play music yeah. and perform it. Yep. Even, uh, in band and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Thank you. Yeah, Tony, what about yourself? I think it was around growing up when I was little too. Like my dad, he was big on like uh, K-Earth 101 mm-hmm. and listened to Zeppelin yeah. and you know, mm-hmm. Doors and Pink Floyd and stuff. And working on working in the yard, uh, doing, you know, mowing the lawn. My dad would blast music or working on, on the van. He had a van. We'd, I'd help him do oil changes and repair stuff and and then around the house and stuff. So he's always constantly blasting music. And for me, it was that was a big, big thing, um, which also led to, for me to be uh, play music and, and be in, in music and perform and stuff, too. So that was always yeah. a big thing. So, yeah, definitely my dad, too, because he was always constantly playing it. Yeah. Yeah, my mom played a big role in mine, too. Um, not to not mention her, but she, a lot of mornings driving to school at Careth 101 brought it to my head. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. What about you, Uncle Mike? Yeah, same thing. Growing up with uh, Croatian music. So, like, mm-hmm. the old split festivals. Like, you know, yeah. 78, 382 and Oliver and all those, you know, like we were talking about the other day, uh, Kokolo and those, mm-hmm. like, really fun pop songs. And then growing up, I used to do the Moonwalk. I used to do Michael Jackson dance. So, mm-hmm. like, music was always around. And then probably in my early teens, my brother took a couple of my friends and I it was actually right during Rodney King. We went to go see Van Halen at the Forum. Mm-hmm. Nice. And when I saw um, Michael Anthony playing the Jack Daniels bass, that kind of was like, okay, <laughs> I'm learning how to play bass. Mm-hmm. That's and cool. that was kind of the, 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 the transformation. Tipping point. Yeah. yeah, and then it just kind of kept going from there and finding different music pieces. And it just became just kind of, let's say I got overly involved for, for a while. <laughs> and, and now I just enjoy all types. So is that your, your intro to for, uh, playing music was the bass? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there was family members. Uh, I had an uncle who who would dress up. We would get to, we have we had a family get together at the house, and he would dress up as a woman and and put like a little conga like drum, and he would be Bumba Bala, and that was like his nickname. And he would pound on the drum and just <laughs> sing these wild songs. And then my other cousin, older cousin, those are older cousins who had who played the accordion. And I was just kind of transfixed that they could make mm-hmm. this amazing sound come out of this box that would sit there without a person touching it. So. Wow. Yeah. yeah, really, 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 really awesome stuff. Well, what was the first instrument you learned to play, Moses? Um, for reals, like uh, it was guitar. Actually, no, no, I take that back. For reals, it's clarinet. Yeah, um, bass but clarinet. Uh, the whole time I started clarinet, then went to bass clarinet. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, oh, but the whole time I was um, stealing my older brother's guitar and teaching myself how to play um, everything I heard on the radio. That's anything I heard on the radio. Mm. It was literally like I can learn whatever song was on the alternative rock station and I would listen to the R&B station and I would just try and pick out a bass line, anything. Just want to learn. Super. That's awesome. Tony, first music instrument? Uh, I definitely played the bass. I was in a little punk band in yeah. uh, mm-hmm. 
middle school, high school. Um, that was pretty neat to play because uh, yeah, I had to rock out on the <laughs> with the with the bass guitar. But um, then I got into into band in high school and played uh, the xylophone. Mm-hmm. I played xylophone, the marimba, and the vibes, and yeah, played all those cool variations of that. And then also in orchestra, I played the upright bass, which was really really fun. Wow! And that really it's a big instrument. Really, yeah, that's really heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, but that really got me into like loving all aspects of music yep. not Same. just listening to it and enjoying like the songs and stuff but hearing like the breakdown of how it was made mm-hmm. how this person created these different tracks and music theory man just everything just it's the best it was verses really, really choruses cool. bridges mm-hmm. yeah yeah, that, yeah. Really, learning yeah. how to read music and all that was really Key changes yeah really exciting all, all of it yeah. it's a it's a world all of its own it's magic it, it is, is i magical. mean music it's only two letters away from magic mm-hmm. you know yeah. Well said. I like go. that one. Um, this episode is long, yes. but I'm going to keep on going because if you heard this much so far, that means you must really like us. <laughs> yeah, you're sticking around. I'm making, Dude, making, it, making it a two-parter or a three-parter. Long haul. No, no, no. We're keeping one episode. This <laughs> yeah. One, one, whole, one um, long run. Get it all out now, right? Um, and uh, I have questions for you boys too. So um, I'll start off with uh, Uncle Mike. Okay. Um, and it's two each by the way. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, so if you could learn uh, one new skill or um, hone one you know already that you'd like to get better at, what would it be and why? One, one skill I'd like to hone better is, is gardening. Okay. I like growing vegetables and I would love to be able to get better at it. I, I think I'm learning little by little and really enjoying taking things slow, which is, I've learned a bit that about myself. Like the slower the pace, the, the less rushed, the less panic I feel about learning anything and, and that's gonna a lesson learned when trying to learn a language learning an instrument if you try to rush it and you want instant results you're you're in you're in for a, a, a some trouble so at least that i would lo- love to learn how to guard be a better gardener awesome good that's answer good. good you're answer. really good already though i think yeah, yeah i mean i can grow things but just yeah. certain things you know like how do i work with southern california climate you know like versus yeah. oh, you I'm know like- you're reading books about gardening, like in New England, like you got winter frost. Like, what are you talking about? Winter frost? Yeah, yeah. you don't got that out here. Yeah, the soil and all that. Yeah, stuff, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, drought, and all you that need stuff. The little test kits, the little science. Yeah, stuff. I'd like to stay away from <laughs> from, from that technical. that technical thing and kind of <laughs> kind of get a little bit more grounded with the way things feel. You know, yeah. like the like the older kind of generations would do. So, yeah. All right, um, Senor Tony, Tony D. Uh, if you could travel anywhere, where would you go and why? And the reason I ask this is because up until recently, you've only been on a plane how many times? Uh, very few times. Yeah. yeah. I think my very first flight was uh, three years ago. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> three years, three years ago. Yeah. And then after that, it was a bunch for work mm-hmm. primarily. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, flight. Or travel anywhere. Travel wise, I think for me. I, I just love nature and outdoors, and if it's just something that I can dream up, would probably be um, Iceland. Oh, oh wow! The Netherlands, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. That'd be really neat too. Just something out that way. Um, trees, nature, uh, hillsides, any of that. But yeah, totally Iceland would be good. Um, I think even like uh, Sweden. Mm-hmm. So the Nordic area, you yeah. got these, yeah, like Pippi Longstocking. Something, yeah. We know Croatia's first, right? Pippi Longstocking, Mr. Nielsen, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, all of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, nature okay. nature and beauty. 
Croatia. That's that's my number one. Right. That's what you guys want to hear. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's I where we're going. I've only been, play the hits or don't play anything at all. DJ Mo just like edited out a bunch of cussing. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> There's a big long beep. Yep. beep. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I think really, yeah, I, I mean, honestly, Croatia would be super rad to go to Cool. like everything that I've seen, uh, all the stuff that I've researched on my own, plus all the stuff that you guys have shared. I think if, if it, there's ever like a let's learn Croatian podcast trip and oh, we went to I, Croatia, that'd be wonderful. Yeah. I mean, I would probably just let you guys talk for me. So mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be wonderful. yeah, I think they'd be interested in you as much as anything as well. You know, like yeah. a person who's got no connection, you know, just yeah. dropping out of the sky. Technically. All right, Uncle Mike. <laughs> it's a um, second question okay. and last question for you. Thank you. Um, if you can go and watch any soccer game from the past or present, what team would you watch slash support? Who would they play? And let's hear if you guys on the starting 11. Whoa, what a question <laughs> this is. That's a good question. Huh. I've got so many kind of things going through my head, whether it would be Men's team, women's team, what stadium, what era? Mm-hmm. Wow, it's, uh, you're, you're making it tough for me. It would have been, it would have been amazing, amazing, amazing to to go see Croatia, to be at the game when Croatia played Russia and they went into you know overtime, overtime in in the last World Cup. Mm-hmm. Obviously, so it would have been awesome to watch Luka Modric play Ivan Rakitic. Those Croatian guys are wonderful. I would love to see the U.S. women play like in the World Cup final, which I did in 1999. I would love to repeat that again. Mm-hmm. I was, at, I was at that final, the Rose Bowl. And yeah, so it would be awesome to see the Lionel Messi play live. Cristiano Ronaldo, which I've seen at the Rose Bowl with the LA Galaxy game. Oh, yeah, so, I remember that. Yeah, so we've been to some that of those so fun cool. ones. But that, that's a fun question. Yeah, that could go on forever. Oh, okay. That could go on well, forever. I'll cut you off then. Yeah. Tony's got a question over here, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, Tony D, I stole this yeah. one from my son. Who is your favorite Star Wars good guy, middle favorite, and least favorite? Same question for bad guys. Star Wars good guy and bad guy? Star Wars good guy, favorite, middle favorite, least favorite. Star Wars favorite bad guy, middle favorite bad guy, least favorite bad guy. That's six so people. Six dudes. Holy cow. But I get this question seriously every day. <laughs> well, I mean. And it's like a six-parter. It, How do you name two people? <laughs> so the, the, I would say. Good guys first. My follow, uh, or my response to that would be. Is it from you choose? You which choose episode. Mandalorian. You can choose Star Wars. You can choose Rogue One. People, whatever. It's the Star Wars universe. Oh, hey, all right. Well, six people. So, uh, good guys, obviously. Uh, definitely uh, Return of the Jedi, Luke. Mm-hmm. And then probably Han, mm-hmm. just because Han yeah. is Han is awesome. Um, and least favorite. Least favorite. I mean, obviously, we just have to go with Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he's technically a good guy, but you know who knows. Yeah. Um, and then for for um, bad guys, Darth Maul, best favorite mm-hmm. for 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 villain, bad guy, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, I mean, General Grievous is pretty cool. Probably middle of the road, mm-hmm. just because he has so many arms and so many lightsabers. Yeah. That is super rad. Um, and then like your least favorite bad guy, least favorite of the least favorite, probably Count Dooku, because mm-hmm. I mean, he just his name. Yeah, was like, I re- too close to Dookie. Yeah, Dookie or Doodoo. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so many other ones that I think we can go into detail later. Like, yeah, yeah. Like offline. Yeah. That's a different <laughs> podcast. I bet that someone's having. We've gone to like three different podcasts tonight. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that, I mean, I 
I'm just saying it right away just so I don't have to think about it as much. Mm-hmm. And then I'll probably have to change my answer. Mm-hmm. You can text me later, too. Yeah, yeah. I'll phone, it. <laughs> phone a friend. We'll, just, we'll discuss more of this later. But I think, yeah, for sure, Return of the Jedi, Luke, especially. Oh, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, don't spoil yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. We don't know where our listeners are at. Yeah, all right. So, well, anyway. Hey. Hello, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Soundbite. <laughs> he made the last episode too. <laughs> Take it easy, Joe. Have a good night. Good night. We got you. I got you on here. <laughs> there you go. All right. I like it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>